Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to The Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple. Awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at MetalForgeRadio at gmail.com or visit the website MetalForgeRadio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What is going on, Metalheads? Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Metal Forge. How the hell are you doing? Holy hell, this week is awesome. We have Vinny Castellano from Belushi Speedball here in the Metal Forge studio. Actually here in the studio. We're going to be checking in with him in just a few minutes. We also have Athena here in the studio. She's going to be doing her next installment of Middle, uh, Metal Mischief. Middle Mischief. I'm, I'm talking too fast for my own good here. But before we talk to Athena and Vinny, I, I want to see what you guys are up to. Hey, everything's been cool. You know, it's been an awesome last couple of weeks. Last week was kind of iffy, but, you know, this week has more than made up for it. I've been going to some awesome shows, got to visit a few friends, so on and so forth. And, whoa, 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 whoa. Speaking of shows, what the fuck? Earlier this week, Merciful Fate announcing a North American tour. Holy crap. Fucking, like, gonna be... Uh, the closest they're coming to me is Cincinnati, and I already got my tickets. You know, they went on sale today uh, across the, the, the interwebs there, your ticket masters and all that. But the lineup, holy shit. Of course, you know, Merciful Fate, I, and 
I've always been wanting to see them. I haven't had a chance to ever until now. Super fucking awesome. But Creator, I've never seen. I've just never had. I've, they're a band I've slept on. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Creator's a band I've kind of slept on. I really haven't had a, you know, a healthy dose of Creator. And I need to. But Midnight. Holy shit. Midnight. You know, uh, alumni of the Metal Forge. You know, Vanek's been on the show a couple of times. And he may be coming back here soon. You know, he may be coming back. But uh, seriously, what a fucking tour. I mean, oh my god, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. There's so many awesome shows that I want to go to that are coming up. I want to go see Judas Priest. I'm going to go see Venom, Inc. Uh, Exodus here in just about uh, five days here in Louisville, Kentucky, if you're in the area. They're at Headliners Music Hall with Death Angel and Sinistrum. Super rad shows. But you know... Here's what we're going to go ahead and do. We're going to go ahead and talk to Athena here at Metal Mischief. And then we're going to talk to Vinny. And we're also going to listen to some Belushi Speedball. Misfits and Mescrants. Bangers and Mashers. Deviants. And the deviated, the tormented, and the fermented ghouls and goblins, creatures of the night, Jack, those headphones, crank the volume to max, spark it up, and just relax. It's time for your deadly dose. Welcome! to the next installment of Metal Mischief. On today's lineup, Storm Toker, The Mother Tree. Look, Mama, there's a Storm Toker up in the sky. Or, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a Storm Toker. (laughs) I mean, you know. (laughs) Kentucky owns up to so much good metal. Besides my hometown of Louisville, Lexington offers a plethora of diverse metal. Luckily, it is only an hour drive, practically in my backyard. Our band on today's chopping block is a reoccurring offender locally as well. Stormtoker breaks down the walls with their new album, The Mother Tree. To sum this album up in one word, unpredictable. Each song feels different from the next. Opening The Mother Tree is a 5 minute and 33 second instrumental track. Now, I personally love albums that open with instrumental tracks. It's like foreplay. I mean, you know, it gets your juices flowing. A taste of the fruit to come. C-U-M. I think it was a great choice for them to open with Baked by the Sun. 
It had me invested right away. This song is a very nice prologue as it shows the talent and the artistry of the band. With elements of thrash and stoner, sludge, prog, and psychedelic rock, it definitely does not disappoint. Now, I gotta say, track two, holy fuck, cold dice, holy shit, holy fuck, ah, eh, eh, eh. this is my favorite track on the whole album, but wait, I must take a shot here first, oh, 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 and I must mention, this, this is actually a first, everybody, Mark Jackson is in the heavy metal bunker for a change. Mark? Hello. It's the bunker. He's in the bunker. Uh, and we're um, about to do a shot, right? We are? Yeah. I know. It's so so awesome. <laughs> Shots are great. Shots are great. What are we shooting today? Uh, this is Old Forester 86. Yeah. 666. Six, six. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so let's all take a moment and pause and cheers to the heavy metal gods. You know, Tony, Iomi. Okay. So now that I just let the cat out of the bag, that Mark is in my studio this time around. <laughs> <laughs> And that shot just made him sneeze, which oh. was like the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Sneezy whiskey. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Alright. So, I have to mention that this album, not a single track on this album is under five minutes long. So, fucking kudos to you guys we're making songs that were, how should I say, a prolonged <laughs> experience. <laughs> I mean, fuck yeah, dude. Alright, so going back to it. Track two, though. Coming in at five minutes and four seconds is the fun, upbeat, prog, rockish, clutchish, Stoner-ish, rock and fucking roll of the dice-ish. With the vocals being a mix of Neil Fallon and like a little Jim Dandy. It honestly left me wanting more of the album to follow suit. But as I stated before, this album is unpredictable. Compared to some of their previous work, this has more of a, like, psychedelic stoner sludge feeling than, like, the doomy stuff that they had done before. And I totally dig it. The last track I want to mention before we get to the nitty and the gritty is Poor Man's Doom. I really enjoyed this track because of, like, the mixture of like 
folk rock um, with like some seri like serious like heavy converge fucking like vibes, little like cephalic carnage maybe like I mean like those vocals and stuff. It's I like that little bit of chaotic nature. I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. And I love when a band like blurs the lines. You know, this track is really musically fun and the message behind it is heard loud and clear, man. Great fucking lyrics, guys. Here's to all of us that work the hard fucking labor jobs and come home at the end of the night not feeling fulfilled, but paying our goddamn bills and trying to do all the fun things on the side. Like, listen to some really good fucking metal so now it's time to take a toke toss one back and crack another brewski because it's time to meet the offenders offender number one the bass player otherwise known as David Langley offender number two Dante Montgomery, otherwise known as a drummer, and offender number three, Anthony Grigsby, otherwise known as vocalist and guitarist. So, if you see any of these offenders outside in the public or in the wild, make sure you immediately buy them a beer and offer your devil's lettuce. The consequences could be devastating if not. Actually, David happens to be a very good friend of mine. So I hope he is enjoying this review as much as I enjoyed his album. Okay, okay, okay. So, that was the nitty. Now here is the gritty. Stormtoker has no label. They are independent. So you know what that means. Go out and support the motherfuckers. The Mother Tree was released on August 5th, 2022. Produced and recorded at Sneak Attack Studios by Jason Groves in Lexington, Kentucky. The album is distributed by the band. So, go to Bandcamp! Or many of the other music streaming services to find this awesome album. Now, we have come to the end, dear misfit metal motherfuckers. It is now time for Athena's five shot review. If you have been sleeping through class, here are the fucking rules. Five shots. I needed five shots to get through the motherfucker. Four shots. Meh. Could have used some um. Three shots. Good. Made me air drum bang my head. Two shots. Really good. Put that shit in the glove box for traveling. And one sh-
shot. Excellent. I'll probably have a bang over in the morning. So, I'm going to do my shitty drum roll. With backup drums by Mark. Oh! And I'm going to give Storm Toker's new album, The Mother Tree, two shots! Really good, man! Put that shit in the glove box for traveling! So, until we meet again, have a most excellent time. And remember, keep it heavy. How do I stop with my Now we need to get Jason from the Heavy Metal Wasteland in here. When, when, where I'm gonna bring him up to uh, Louisville next year on a show, and we're gonna like record a bunch of segments together, and then we're gonna do it all. You know, I'm gonna have everybody here at one time. I think it's gonna be rad. So let's go ahead and listen to some older Belushi Speedball. This is from Prepare for Trouble. This is. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs?
All right, metalheads, this is a treat this week because not only is the guest in person, but we have a co-host, the host of Metal Mischief. Athena is here to ask some questions. Fuck yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and our guest from the awesome uh, Thrash Meets Fusion Meets fucking just whatever band, Belushi Speedball, we have Vinny here, Crastellano. Yeah. Dude, what's up? Not a whole lot. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. It's been like 15 years since you've it's been, been, been forever. on the It's been forever. Yeah. It's been, it's been a long time <laughs> since Daniel Neal said the S word on live radio. Yes. Which, you know, <laughs> pre-pandemic 2019, it was the stone age of the Metal Forge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He One thing. He had one thing to say. And one it was, thing. And it was shit. It was, <laughs> it was Man, a swear word. That talking <laughs> shit. What in hell? Gosh. <laughs> Dude, so this is kind of a bit of a reforged episode because, like I said, you've been on before and you can always check the archives because the episode is there. It is there. So, hell yeah. How have things been? Y'all been, been good. Yeah, y'all been kind of on a roll lately. Yeah, been busy. Always moving forward. Right. You know, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite things. It's a favorite uh, George Lucas quote is back. There is no back. There is only forward. <laughs> so I, I've completely dug it. I've been following you guys for a few years now. Been good and to us. Yeah. Coming out to see you all back in February at uh, Kaiju was an absolute treat. Yeah, it was a good one. Because it was the holiday show. Yes. And you all had done. What holidays did you do? We did. So. The premise of the show was we did every band item that McKinley Moore told us not to bring back to Kaiju. Because Ken would never ban us from Kaiju. He would just say, hey, don't bring mayonnaise again. Or don't bring <laughs> don't bring rice. <laughs> okay, no more silly string boys. You know, like, you know, I'd be, uh, which I said boys and girls now because we got Jazzy. But, yeah, back then we, we didn't. And, uh, and so that was actually an idea Jazzy came up with. To where she was like, let's do a year's worth of holidays for all the ones that we missed, and we'll, we'll do a different band item theme for it. <laughs> and so, if I'm not mistaken, I think we did, uh, God bless, I know we you did, did Halloween. New Year's. Yeah, we did New Year's. You did Groundhog Day. We did Groundhog Day. That so was we, the best, because you we did. We played the, the same song three times, is that how we did Twice. <laughs> Twice, okay. You, you, st- you, you acted like you went out and did New Year's, and it was like a sound check, and then you started the Groundhog Day, and then you went back to the back, and then came back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was funny, because that's actually a rehashed idea. So one time, we played Kaiju for Groundhog's Day. And we did the same 10-minute set, every single word, every banter, like everything, every song, identical, all the same trash, all the same props. And we did it three times in a row for Groundhog's Day. And I remember people having, like, panic attacks, thinking, like, they're in purgatory. <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, they're trapped. <laughs> like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> what the hell are you trying to do? Yeah, so... Um, Fuck, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, it was Damn. fun. It was a fun one. That was a good one. And then uh, I think that's actually Ken's favorite. But we did uh, – so, yeah, so we did we, we did Groundhog's Day. We did Valentine's Day for sure because the rice. We did yeah. them all. We did Thanksgiving, Christmas. You, so. I know you did Easter because yeah. of the bread. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, fish whole loaves of bread. Yeah, I was fish say, and I loaves. I hope it wasn't eggs because holy fuck. No. <laughs> eggs aren't a band item yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. <laughs> Yeah. But, and it, of course, you know, there was uh, 
everything under the sun imaginable was out there. There was silly string. There was yarn. Yes. There was rice. There was bread. There was cereal. Yeah, yeah, we did cereal. <laughs> so I would the, love to see your grocery list before a show. Oh, <laughs> live Dollar Tree visits. Uh, the, this this yarn was actually serious string. So that's how that got started, why we did yarn. So Ken said no more silly string, so then the next show we did serious string. <laughs> There's nothing silly about this string. It was just yarn. And that was actually worse because it wrapped up around everything and like would break stuff. And And people were like, it was like all around your legs. (laughs) Yeah, it's itchy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was insane. Like, yeah. (laughs) But your fans are diehard. They're so good to us. They are. They're absolutely. They're part of the band. That's why the the they're our other member of the band. So and like the bread, for example. I'll just go. I'll just go off on anytime you bring bread to a show. For some reason, the floor is always wet. Yeah, from something. Yeah, people spilling their beer, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's the beer everything. And the bread, people eat the bread. Yes, even off of the wet beer floor. You have to. And it's like it's almost like the Listerine. <laughs> it's like the rite of passage. Yeah, well, you to got be it. a Belushi fan, you have to drink Diablo's Listerine. You do, and yeah. I have. Yeah, I have done that. Tastes real, doesn't it? It, it's weird, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's weird. It's 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 almost like getting a watered down uh, pina colada at the at the state fair <laughs> with that has a little bit of mint in it. Yeah, we have to warn we have to warn uh, the fans because we'll get messages sometimes and they'll be like, "I'm pre-gaming for Belushi," and they'll be like drinking actual Listerine. Oh. We'll be like, not to break the fourth wall, but Diablo's Listerine is the only one that's actually safe to drink. Yeah, I mean, not in terms of like. Hygienically, I'm sure it's disgusting, full of germs, but but, but <laughs> right. it won't kill you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's ugh. It, it, and it is. It's it's a rite of passage. I it think. is. Yeah, you show up, uh, you drink listerine. That's what Nick Ritchie always says. He does not go to Belushi shows to not drink listerine. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm Nick Ritchie. Oh my gosh. So back in July, you yes. all had. A kick-ass show at the skate park here in Louisville. Yeah, No Comply. Yeah, that was a good one. And that was uh, No Comply 2? Two. Yeah, made No Comply 1 look like No Comply 3. <laughs> so tell everybody out in Metal Forge Land about that show. Because this has been getting a lot of buzz on yeah. the interwebs and stuff. That turnout was absolutely astonishing. It's amazing. Oh my god. So dude. No Comply is put together by people in their early 20s. Um, I call them kids, but they're not kids. I mean, they're young adults, but in their early 20s, and they, they put together this do-it-yourself punk show full of all-ages bands and Belushi, and uh, the whole premise is, number one, all the bands need to be local, and number two, it needs to be uh, not sponsored, so they do it all with no sponsors. The show is completely donation-based, and uh, it's incredible. It's amazing, and and everyone shows up. And yeah, we I think the numbers doubled. It, it, I think it was close to a thousand people we had at that skate park. And um, and they you know with it being donation based, they they broke even because it's a lot. It's a lot to put that together. Um, and they did a phenomenal job. And you know all the bands we play with, we play with the Tabs, and Zerg Rush, and Esper's Fire. Rush, yeah, Zerg Rush is really. Good. They're all so good. And uh, Anemic Royalty. Oh, wow. Histrionics and oh, Sunshine, yeah. and so it was. It was a really good representation of the Louisville 
punk scene, you know. Right. Do it yourself. So. And, yeah, and a total DIY. And just seeing the pictures in the video, yeah, it, it's just so many people. And you know, unless it, like you said, it's either a sponsored show, it's some, it's a promoted show from somebody. Correct. You really don't see a grassroots movement like that in Louisville anymore. Correct. Yeah, not not to that size, not to that degree. Uh, and what that is is that is the representation of the the underground DIY, uh, essentially like what the Spinelli shows used to be, and. Uh, and now they've moved them um, to other various locations and houses. And I don't want to say the actual locations. Right. Just we don't want them getting shut down. But uh, that that movement's always been existing. And so what No Comply is, is is that to the maximum. You're seeing what <laughs> what you can do by yourself in a local setting. You know, in a, in a uh, um, public setting. There we go. <laughs> public venue. And right. So yeah. You're absolutely right, yeah. Because anything that's festival-wise to that degree or that size or that many people, uh, you're going to be dealing with uh, promoters and middlemen and selling tickets and all the stuff that that nobody really wants to do. That no one wants to, do. yeah, you know, <laughs> that I won't do. <laughs> right. But to to be able to garner that big of a crowd, it's yeah. got to be a head rush Im- immediately. It's just like, then it be, it did, did it become real all of a sudden when you see that many people are like, it's, Hey guys, <laughs> you looked out here. <laughs> it was cool. Cause, uh, you know, that was, uh, that would have been Jameson's second show with us. And so what the coolest part was to take him like, here, come here, look at the, cause he, he showed up a little bit late, uh, cause he had to work and stuff. And I was like, here, come here, come here, check this out. Look down in the bowl. And he was like, holy crap. I was like, yeah, isn't that amazing? So, yeah, it's it's fun. It's definitely uh, um, surreal and humbling at the same time. Because, you know, it's a privilege to be able to play in front of anyone. And to be able to play for that many people is always exciting. Definitely. So, yeah. Very and, blessed. Very and lucky. with that, with that success from that show, you all have are going to be on Full Tire Assault here in just a little bit yes. tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be on at seven o'clock. Full Terra Assault, <laughs> and so we uh, we we got a really really dope uh, dope spot uh, because of that show. Uh, Joey, the main promoter, saw it and he was like, "Bring all that stuff. <laughs> bring the foam shooter. Bring everything." And uh, and you know he's gonna put us on a little bit later. So we were uh, we found out we were gonna be on Full Terra earlier this year, probably. March, somewhere around there, February, March, right. we found when, out we are going to be on. Right before he started announcing the the, the top tier of bands that we Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, whenever they we had the uh, first flyer, our name was at the very bottom. We're like, well, you know, we're excited to be a part of it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably be on at like 12. I told everyone, like, just be prepared. We're probably Thursday at 12 o'clock. And luckily, I think with No Comply, it, it helps show, showcase kind of what we can do with a big crowd. And uh, and he you know moved us up moved us up on the time slot so definitely and it's yeah. pretty exciting that you're going to be there with a couple other Louisville bands yes too. yeah so oh, Bat Wizard and Artwork for the Blind I mean that's pretty dope that it's oh, like it's amazing a trilogy of Louisville bands like yeah oh like, for sure like getting down to full terror assault band you know open air festival that's so cool and like I'm so happy the diehards come out for this show man every year they definitely. come out for this show so that's and, fucking awesome and of course you know I always do. Have have to rep out uh, other Metal Forge alumni bands like Grave Ripper and yep. Wraith and Tyrant from Michigan. Tyrant, uh, they're going to be on the show as well, and they they all three kick ass. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, it's just so insane to be like, 
ah, those guys, they're fucking cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like Those guys it. are playing. They put they put in the work. What's funny is Grave Ripper is uh, some of the dudes in that band saw us at our Indiana Black Circle show. It was our kickoff for our last tour we went on with Mr. Clit. And uh, <laughs> and it's funny because like we, we got in a lot of trouble at that show because we uh, uh, it was with Daikaiju and we had a bouncy house in the middle of the floor and we threw out everything, pizza and uh, silly string and uh, confetti poppers and we we made a really bad mess and uh the bouncer was not happy and he uh it was like we were done it was our last song like we finished our set and he goes you're done homie <laughs> get the fuck off the stage <laughs> and we were like day one baby woo yeah and so the dudes in grave ripper were there and they told me that they quote that all the time to each other you're done homie <laughs> so yeah no it's gonna be cool to to see those guys again so i can't Hell, wait. yeah absolutely yeah, they're good Corey. Good people. Corey is such a such a great dude they are and the music's so good yes oh. very much so yeah. So that's exciting because yes. that's a that's a huge open air you know four day festival show. Yeah. That you know, it's every year. It's over uh, either a Labor Day weekend or the following weekend. It's always the first or second weekend of of September. So hell yeah. Yeah. But you also recently have a new album out as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We put it out back in May. Uh, what us worry. It's a Mad Magazine reference, <laughs> right? So Alfred E. Newman, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think he's related to uh, Randy Newman, also. Yes, the same <laughs> same person. <laughs> but yeah, we got a new album out back in May. It's been exciting. We had a music video for uh, Magic Conch. We got another one in the works, and hell yeah. So yeah, it's been awesome. Now, over the years, you all have done some pretty interesting album releases. Yes. Uh, like in my hand right now, we have a Game Boy Advance copy of uh, Prepare for Trouble. Yep. Yeah. So you did something special for What Us Worry as well, correct? Yeah. So in my hand over here, I brought I brought several things. These are just to look at, not to have. Shit. <laughs> so I got to I got to take them to full terror with me. Definitely. So, yeah, uh, and I have the Game Boy Advance copy of What Us Worry, ah! <laughs> but that's not the special one. That's not as exciting. That's definitely. So, yeah, yeah so, that's nice for me to collect <laughs> and, and complete a collection here. So um, we uh, we we wanted to go ahead and, and go back to doing some crazy releases. So the album after Prepare for Trouble. Um, we did a release on a Furby. We did a single on a Furby, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then the album after that, we did a release on Dunkaroos. Uh, and so, like you package a Dunkaroos would play a single, and then uh, for this one, we wanted to up it, and so I have it uh, heaven here to show off to the listener. Right? <laughs> you can hear me rough, rustling. It's in there. <laughs> there you go, listener. You could just imagine. But this is uh, it's what us worry on Nintendo sixty four. That is yeah. absolutely amazing. It is one of the hardest things we've ever pulled off. I will not lie about that. So now, yeah, there it is. Yay! Now the the That's cartridge for Game Boy cool. Advance. Obviously, it plays. Do you mind if I check that out? Yeah, go ahead. That there is you go. Fucking cool. Thank you. Yeah. I don't have an an N sixty four anymore. Yeah, so. and and then it take you need to have a expansion pack for it to play. Oh my god! So Perfect Dark and Donkey Kong and Belushi Speedball all require <laughs> all require the expansion pack. <laughs> Definitely. So so I know 
the Game Boy Advance, how that happens. Is this the same technology? It's like a, a, a ROM emulation of yeah, the album? Yeah, so um, at, they're, they're flashcards. Uh, I don't want to give too many secrets away, but yeah, I don't mind then everybody would be doing it. <laughs> well, the N64 is really, really hard to pull off. Um, but they're, they're flashcards. And I was originally going to do programmable chips for the N64. And whenever I was looking into the technology uh, during the pandemic, it was totally feasible. And then there was a chip shortage, and so it, it got down to where the easiest, most economical way to do it is to do these flashcards. So they take a little SD card and okay. put our game on there, just like the Game Boy Advance. And so definitely, and there's nothing, nothing at all wrong with that. But wait, there's more. Yeah, you have not only released this on the N64, you've also released it on what else? So. Um, I also have it on Sega CD. Woo! <laughs> it's got both our last albums, and you, you play an actual game as a robot, and I don't want to say the name because it's licensed, although the company that licensed it went out of business. But, yeah, <laughs> I stuck our, our music on a uh, on Sega CD on a robot game, and you play as a robot hellbent listening to Belushi Speedball. So, so you reprogrammed the game is what you're saying? Yeah, and, and that's it. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I hacked it. Uh, I enjoy um, hacking. That's actually how the N64 works, is um, and the Game Boy Advance is the ROM hacks. Uh, and so the N64 was a ROM hack that I actually had to get help uh, from uh, someone outside of the United States because I hit a dead end and I had him finish it up and kind of put it all together. But um, yep. So and then and then uh, we we also have there's more right because. But um, wait, there's more. <laughs> there's I, even more. I also have, um, because we love dead media, so Classic <laughs> Rock Magazine gave us a 5 out of 10 uh, for our music <laughs> being scuppered trash. Uh, it scuppered means interrupted. And so it's... Oh, 8 trash! Yeah. <laughs> so we figured, yeah, they said that we had too many skits. We skitted too much. And they hated that the album was interrupted with unfunniness. So we went ahead and made a skit-free album for their age demographic, which is 8-track tapes. <laughs> so This is really fucking cool. Thank I you. I knew you were going to enjoy that, yeah, with, especially you know, you with your, with your most tracks. recent Facebook post. Yeah. About. I don't know if they work. I'm sure they do. I don't have an 8-track player. I was trying to hunt one down not too long ago, actually, and I can't find one either. Oh, uh, man. I got one used, and it did not work. The 8-track itself didn't work. The 8-track tape. Okay, so I I want to break the fourth wall on the, on the eight track really yeah. fast. Did did you go through a place to actually get these? Yeah. Okay, because there are people out there in this day and age who are putting their albums out on eight track, and you know just for the keepsake. Sure. It's just like, hey, this is our album. Holy shit, we're gonna put it out on eight track because hey, it's cool because I grew up listening on eight tracks and stuff. So. Usually, you know, eight tracks have a a, a bank set yep. of songs. Yeah, are they actually the same track listing for the for it each is, bank, or it is it is different? Split. So, no, it's the same track listing, but they are because there's four banks, right? right? Okay, so I I don't know a lot about eight track, but I learned a lot with making these. So, unfortunately, with the the length of the tracks, they weren't able to um, do perfect cuts. Right. So, I think like. Bank two, for instance, splits in halfway through Magic Conch. I think oh, that's shit. how it works. Yeah. So, oh uh, well, you know, it's it's 
it's an eight track tape. I don't know how they work. So they were like, is that, you know, they asked me if that was okay or I would have to like adjust things or adjust the track link listing. Yeah. Yeah, And I said, just do it. Just run it. It was the most economical way, which is usually what, how these things end up being. (laughs) Right. Now, because you're doing this all on your own. Yes. You're not doing this with any help from a label. We do have a label. We're signed uh, to Soundblast, but no, they're not giving me any money for physicals. They handle all our digital. Yeah. Right. Which is fine because I keep 100% of my physical profits. So. At, which is great. Yeah. Especially in this day and age. And when you're able to push the physical media, absolutely, that's great. I mean, yeah, for sure. So... Again, you know, like you don't have somebody like a Shadow Kingdom. Uh, that would be cool, <laughs> Tim. Maybe you should listen to this <laughs> That'd and, be cool. and hit up and hit up Vinny here. Yeah, we will do anything. That's uh, God, that's Savage Masters, right? Isn't that there? I, I believe they're on there. Yeah, fancy schmancy. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't and, have and that. And I'm pretty sure they did an eight track as well. Did on, they? I think so. That's fitting for them, though. That makes more sense than us doing it. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, you've got to do stuff out there that's going to get people to say, "Hey, wait a second, what 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 is that?" Yeah, like the Dunkaroos. How yeah. how is that a thing? Yeah, that's so stupid. It's the same way I did the Furbies. Uh, they're just they're like little programmable like recording devices and you stick them in there uh it's a bigger version of what would be in a hallmark card with a little bit better quality so (laughs) you know i open them up i feed the cookies to the dog and then i put them in there and then you hit a button and it'll play i think we just got the the belushi speedball christmas album what's that what's it gonna be on like the the hallmark card oh god (laughs) yeah we'll we'll release 40 cards for you to listen to belushi saves christmas (laughs) (laughs) i am i am down speaking of christmas we did uh we did diablo claus which was our christmas in august and we had a, a snow machine inside and we did christmas carols of every song we had our we have a piano player that's actually like a real musician not one of us and <laughs> and so yeah we would we'd play a minute of every song for fair use law and then stop and he would do the piano version we do a christmas carol version of it so wow yeah. so it's totally feasible to do belushi saves christmas <laughs> we just <laughs> diablo wrote all the tracks actually he he uh um uh, took like God, Jingle Bells was like, oh, magic conch, magic conch, magic all the way. It was like that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we Hell can do yeah. it. And we'll release it on 40 Hallmark cards, 30 seconds each. You Dude, open each one. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. It's a really good idea. I'm going to text myself that idea, actually. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> so back in the day, and I don't know if you're aware of this, Athena, Belushi Speedball is Belushi Speedball as a warning to Jim Belushi. Yes. Yeah, thank God you got it right. Everyone thinks we're named after John. We're not. Exactly. We're named after but Jim. It, <laughs> but it's 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 a warning for Jim to be safe. To, to watch <laughs> what he does it, with his drugs. So, yeah. Uh, which is funny because in that same amount of time with, you know, you being here the first time, now he is like... A, like a marijuana empire. Oh yeah, with Jim. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, so it actually turns out we're named after the fact that he calls Sonic Spinball for Sega Genesis Sonic Speedball that knucklehead. So it's actually not. It's, it's you know before we were like, hey, don't do drugs, but now he does drugs. So it turns out that it's named after that. So that is amazing. See, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know he did that. The full name. <laughs> 
<laughs> the full name of Belushi Speedball is Jim Belushi's Sonic Spinball Speedball. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. We and shortened I, it to Belushi Speedball. I've yeah. been following you since the beginning, and I did you have. Much. You've been so good to us. Thank <laughs> you. Man, well, you guys are fucking dope. You know? Oh, uh, thank shit. you. You're so good to us. <laughs> I love thrash metal. I, you do, yeah. And you were you were at you were at our uh, Death Fest at the Art Sanctuary. And so yes, yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> but I absolutely love it because you've got seven inch vinyl out. You've yeah. got the Furby. You've got. You know, I, some of the names that you have for certain things are great, like Belushi Speedball Part Two, the Frank Castle Picnic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we, uh, whenever the original lineup, um, you know, Chase Benson, which Chase is still in Belushi, uh, he he does all the guitar recordings now, and he records us, and then he's playing full terror with us. So nice. Uh, he had to kind of step down, minimize his role a bit, which a lot of members in Belushi have do that uh kind of like a rotating lineup you know we have the core unit jazzy and diablo and daniel and kyle was core and he had to limit it but uh whenever that original lineup kind of stepped away and they're like hey this is just getting too much for us you know we'll be able to do it here and there but you know and alex stepped away uh we decided to make belushi 2 belushi speedball 2 (laughs) it was originally how we did it it was daniel neil me and uh diablo and then we kept doing like every time we'd have different members we kept doing uh trilogies like <laughs> so different sequels that's what that is the, yeah, you the got belushi diff- 2 belushi 4 yeah because okay. we got different drummers for it and different different lineup you know so yeah and and back then we were actually playing shows as oh this is belushi speedball 2 that's gonna be with daniel neal oh this is belushi speedball 4 it's with james ryan oh it's belushi speedball 3 right we don't talk about that one (laughs) that's not a thing but you know so it's yeah we we start doing that and then we're like ah it's getting too much we'll just call it belushi speedball (laughs) so that's why that was part two the frank castle picnic that's great yeah that is such a great deal so after full terror what what's coming up what's yeah coming up after what more shows uh we got some big you know of course we're booked out until 2023 and we haven't we haven't announced them all um it's been a thing because we you know we get requested uh and then i have to be like oh, i'm sorry you know because a lot of times a lot of them are really good but um yeah so which we we weren't able to move the show because we're playing with out of town bands but uh, you yeah, all are, I'd hit you up for a show. Yeah, you all are playing the twenty fourth, right? No, in September. no, no. We're that's that's been canceled. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that yes. was supposed to happen, but because it's also louder than life weekend, it is. and I was just mm-hmm. like, nobody wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, apparently they wanted to go see Kiss, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I asked somebody and who's a, a, I would say respected, not necessarily well-respected member of the scene to uh, say, hey, uh, do you guys want to play? And he's like, dude, a lot of life's that weekend. I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> which is respectful. I, I understand that. We we actually didn't know when we took that show because I'm an idiot. I do this every year. We've played on Louder Than Life probably three times. Yeah, but you know what's really cool about that? You're still going to... Fuck Louder Than Life. I'm going to be at your show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so we're playing Slipknot Day, and so it's Belushi Slipknot. Spelled S-L-I-P-N-O-T. Yeah. So if you're at that one, you're going to be in our bands because everyone's going to be in Slipknot that night. Which will be the Mag Bar. <laughs> yes. Yes. On the 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, and we're playing with uh, Milk Toast and... 
Jim Harlson. Yeah, it's on my yeah. calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Milk yeah, Toast has been this. picking up a lot of steam lately, too. I yeah, noticed. they're from Indy, right? Yeah. Indianapolis, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think they're from Indiana. But, um, yeah, they hit us up, and we liked their music, and we are like, hell yes. And, I, I mean, it's cool, because I'm, I'm glad that we're playing with them, but i never seen Slipknot, and I wanted to see Slipknot, so I'm going to do the next best thing, which is just pretend I'm Slipknot. So what? is that the next best thing? Yeah, it's the second greatest thing out there <laughs> is emulating Slipknot. Wait, I thought that was Mudvayne. Oh, that's true. <laughs> God. But, you know, they got away with putting Seinfeld bass lines on metal. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So with your, you know, in, in the personal life thing here. Yeah. Uh, I think we've talked about it before on the show that you're an educator. I am. And it's going to be, it's hard for you to actually pick up and do like, you know, a month tour and stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. Even through the summer. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So we can do, um, like our last tour we did, we did during fall break and we were able to do that. Um, and you know, we could do them during spring break or, uh, during the summer we can do maybe like a 10 day is what we did last time, but I got kids too. Right. I just had a baby. Oh. So it is tough for us to do like a full month. Yeah, that is that is a tough thing. That's a tough sell to everyone because three of us are actually teachers in the bands. <laughs> so wow. yeah, so that's their summer off. It. It's a tough sell to be like, hey, let's go. Yeah. I am so fucking ready for the first kid that comes up. That's Mr. Crestolano! <laughs> and sees you like it's happened. That's so already happened. Yeah, I've been teaching for ten years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they all come out to the show after the skate park show. I, I had uh, several former students come up to me and be like, "Holy crap! What were you doing up there?" Like that to me. Like I didn't know. I was like, I told you all I was in a band because I don't tell them what band, and then they find out that I'm like. Because, you know, a lot of the kiddos in Louisville that go to JCPS love Belushi, you know. Yeah. And, and so a lot of my students are like, yeah, whatever, you're in a band. You know, my friend goes to punk shows, and then it turns out their friend is going to our shows, and then they find out about <laughs> They're you know, like, you should see this they start, band. Yeah, they start treating me a little different. It's funny. <laughs> That's so, <yeah>. great. <laughs> That's respect, man. Yeah, it's that cool. Is. That is total respect there. So, hell yeah. We're looking forward to, you know, the full terror assault. Oh, uh, my God. I'm so excited. Make sure you shoot lots of video. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we got some GoPros, and, and we did it at the, at the skate park show at No Comply. And, uh, you know, Diablo, shout out to Diablo Show on YouTube. Everyone should mm-hmm. go there and subscribe. But um, Diablo films every single Belushi show, and honestly, almost every show he can get to in Louisville. If he's there, he's filming it. Right. And he does a really good job capturing, you know, a lot of the scenes, so... For sure, and yeah. and he's been doing that for years, as long as Belushi's existed. Yeah, yeah. When Belushi Speedball started, he started the channel. So absolutely, yeah. He does a phenomenal job. Hell yeah, and and I love that's one of my things for you know the the Louisville scene is you know I want to get older stuff like you know seventies eighties metal and stuff yeah. like that, but keeping an ongoing track of what's going on. Right now, you know, through the through our generation, is is so cool. Like scrapbooking, all that stuff. Yeah, having as much as you know, much content as you can find because there's bands out there that you know might have only lasted a couple of years, but they still put out kick ass music. Yep. So and and you know that whole adage of life happens, and that people break up. So yeah, absolutely. So kudos to him for doing that. Absolutely. Speaking of people breaking up, Belushi's designed to continue without any of us 
That's FYI. If something happens, we're all gone. Keep it going. Whoever's like, ah, we'll just pick up the pick up the sword. G seventy two. Yeah, yeah. I want it to exist until the at least year three thousand. Well, you know that's not an unheard of concept. Yeah, because actually, I put it. Up, I put the picture up today. I've had it for years. Uh, the man on the wall right here behind us, Mister. Odor Sarungus. Oh, God bless his soul. Where, where is it at? It's right here, uh, oh, next yeah. to the Metallica bandana here. Okay. Uh, that was his goal for Guar. Yes. Was that don't have people playing, you know, have don't have just like Dave Brocky being Dave Brocky. Have him be the character because anybody could be the character at that point. Right. And, you know, and I think over the years, you know, he developed that mentality from seeing Kiss. Because, you know, Kiss has changed out the, a guitar player and a drummer forever. Right. You know, and it's yeah. always been the Gene and Paul show. So that's a great concept to have, you know, to, to be able to sit there and say, okay, well, you know, uh, anybody can be a part of it. Absolutely. You know, like Green Jelly. I think they've had like, God, they've had over 300 members. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's high up there. Yeah, William Manspeaker, he's, uh, he comments on our stuff all the time. He's a... Belushi fan, so he's good to me. Yeah, so I want him to be my dad. My mom's single. I keep sending him pictures of my mom. And he's like, <laughs> it's like okay, son. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's one dude, and he's got guy. He's got it down packed. So his concept is genius. So what? Oh, Bill, for sure. What Billy does is he goes to, um, he gets a guarantee. He flies into any city, and then whoever shows up for his band shows up. Right, and he'll have legit fifty people on stage with him. And his deal with them is you make whatever green jello merch you want and you keep 100% of the profits. You know, I'm just going to get my guarantee and play the show and we're going to have fun. And it's perfect because, yeah. And that's how he does tours too. Yeah. Is he will, okay, so say this drummer lives in Indianapolis. This drummer lives in Indianapolis and he will uh, contact them and say, hey, I'm coming. We're going to do... Indy, Fort Wayne, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Louisville, so on and so forth. Do you want? Uh, tell me what dates you want to play with me, and they'll do that. And he'll get you know however many people live in the area that have been a part of the band. You know, yeah. Kevin Von Esper, uh, who's been on the show for the Dookie Flyswatter stuff. Uh, he's been a part of Green Jelly for, so since like yeah. since like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and, and he still plays shows with them. Yeah, so it's like hell yeah, man. It's like how. How fucking awesome is that? It's but. so smart. It's so genius. Definitely. It's life goals. <laughs> so now it's time for some general profile questions about Vinny. Of course, yeah. And Athena, if you want to answer some of these, you can as well. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, I thought I was just here for support. <laughs> I mean, I answer questions as well when, with, with the normal guests in, so... All right. And, I, and these are all... Game. All right, all right, all right cool. so these are all done at random. These have not been on the show previous. Okay. So these are all random. So before we do this, does, does, does Athena get to answer the same question for yes. support with me? Yes. Yeah, Dope. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Ask her first. <laughs> no. No, you are the guest spot. You are the guest. What is the main thing on your bucket list? Oh, man. God. The, the main thing. On you just didn't want to be put on the bucket spot. List. That's a tough it. one. <laughs> That's a tough one, because I don't want to sell myself short. There's so much to do in life, right? Life's short, but there's so much to do. But you know what? I I always I always look at it as uh, for me to manifest the next big thing. It's always like you know I'm always 
trying to think reasonably. And, and so right now, the goal. And then after that, it'll be a new one. Okay, so that's the deal, right? Yeah. So before it was like, I always want to play Full Terror, and now we're doing it. I want to play The Gathering. I want to be at The Gathering of the Juggalos main stage. <laughs> the ICP. It's a bucket list. They hold that in Cave Rock, too, at the same venue whoop, that whoop. they do Full Terror. Oh, they're yep. so beautiful. Yes. So, yeah, that's the goal. So, yeah, you know, play play The Gathering of the Juggalos. So if Mikey Clark is listening. Mikey Clark. <laughs> God bless him. Release an album with Mikey Clark. That would be dope, too. So. <laughs> I would I would be so all about that. Uh, Athena. Well, I think Vinny's actually going to appreciate mine. Cause is it to play The Gathering? <laughs> no, no, because um, as much as I love fucking metal and music, I cannot, I am not, like, instrumentally inclined whatsoever. But I have wanted to organize the world's largest food fight. Oh, oh, dope. oh Vinny, yeah. That's, God, <laughs> let us be a part this, of that. Mark. I yeah. told you about this yes. idea already. Yes, you did. That is like top of my bucket list is to organize the world's largest food fight. I love it. It's and beautiful. Belushi yeah, could play it. I would yeah. totally And I would down. love if you guys came and played my food fight. I would. That would be amazing. <laughs> no, we're going to make this happen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That's like the fucking perfect question. <laughs> Especially for both of you being here. <laughs> what do you feel people complain about too much these days? Politics. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... <laughs> um, Man, I don't know. That's tough. Everyone complains so much, right? That's the thing. Right? Everyone's always complaining. <laughs> So uh, that's it, right? Complaining. Yeah, they, yes. they complain about complaining. They complain. Too much. They that is that's honestly what it is. It's like it's almost like reverse complaining. Um, yeah, you know, people. I, I guess the gatekeeping thing. They complain about gatekeepers gatekeeping. Yes, that's a, that's that's a, a bad one. thing. Yeah, that's a good. You know, one. and like you can't like ghost because ghost isn't metal. <laughs> that uh, shit. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gatekeeping's bad, you know, so don't do it. And, but I kind of, I kind of do feel for those people because, you know, like they, uh, they, they like the music because it was underground and then it starts to become mainstream and they feel like they're losing a piece of their identity. But at the same time, don't you want more people to enjoy it? So it continues to be created. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and you're still going with politics. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I'm so sick of everybody bitching about politics. Oh, I, I wish know. we could all just fucking get along. I know. You know, like just I'm Trump, so tired right? of it. I'm just tired of it, man. Definitely. It's like everybody has a different opinion, a different view. I wish the world would just let everybody like do what they need to to fucking exist and be here and be fucking happy. But no, everybody wants to fucking argue and complain about everything that everybody else is doing, and it all stems to politics. Yep. So yeah, fuck that, Mark. Exactly. I was going to say a joke. I was going to say Trump 2024. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want anyone to actually think that's a real thing. <laughs> no shit. So Can this we go is... back to the food fight now? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I agree with that. It's actually, you know, with the bucket list and the goal orientation and the comp- uh, the complaining and everything, this has been a serendipitous uh card pull this tonight deep it has because if you're going on a road trip what are the three must-haves that you cannot leave without 
Road trip, huh? Yeah. Your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're going a couple hours away. To, yeah, we to are. Terror, so you are going on a road trip. Cave yeah. Rock, what Illinois, can you not? What are the three things you away. had to take? Yeah. I got to have music. I have got to have my phone for music. Not even for GPS, because huh? apparently it doesn't work if you're going to Cave Rock. You need to have. <laughs> no, I'm going to start pre- following signs about halfway there. That's what they like, said. Yes. I'm going to get and a map need, quest. Yes, you need to like actually fucking pay attention. Of course, yeah. of course, you yes. would get a map quest. I'm going to print <laughs> out, and yeah, because uh, we love dead technology. I love. I live for dead technology. <laughs> no, but you gotta have music and caffeine. I cannot do a road trip without caffeine. Right. Yeah. And then mm, Archer. So, I need to be able to watch Archer while I drive on safe. Yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> so you, you mentioned the caffeine. <laughs> you mentioned the caffeine, and you're uh, you're a bit of a fitness guru. No, <laughs> I mean, dude, come on now. Oh, well, thank I mean, you. yeah, I, I mean, like to work out. You yeah. like to work out. I watched the video on Instagram of you like doing the cheat day hot dog. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, when you go on the road trip, is it, like, total... It's like, all right, I'm going to get this candy bar and... Oh, yeah, I eat, like, crap. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like any other musician. (laughs) I Oh, yeah. Especially tour. God, you eat, like, crap on tour. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you do is you spend most of your tour pooping. (laughs) (laughs) What about that, Athena? That I, needs I, to be the uh, that needs to be the next name of the, the next album. Well, all you do is on tour is poop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Athena, Athena yeah. three things for road tripping. Yeah. Um, well, my number one thing is I have to have marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot have a good road trip without being nice and stoned while I'm just cruising through boring Ohio and boring fucking like Indiana, Indiana. And fucking like flat. Flat cornfields, fucking how many cows am I gonna see? At least if I'm high, I'm always like, cows. <laughs> and then I'm with you, I have to have really good music. Yep. I gotta have my phone and um, some really good fucking music, depending on my mood, you know, whatever. And then my third thing, well, that one is kind of tough actually, because I'm gonna say my hoodie. Oh, yeah, respect. Because everywhere I go, no matter what, even if it's fucking hot outside, for some reason, I'm going to need a hoodie. Yep. So that always is in the back of my car. Good. (laughs) Those are my three things. (laughs) It's like going on adventures with Athena. It's like, Mark... Your car is too cold. You have a hoodie. <laughs> or, no, true story. She, like. sat, she was in here doing her, her last metal mischief, and she's like, it's like, if I'm going to come over and do another one, I'm going to have to bring my hoodie next time. <laughs> Your house is cold. Mark lives in a fucking metal igloo. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, of course, tunes. Uh, Got to have uh, drinkage. Of, uh, uh, of course, not alcohol, because uh, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Mostly not that guy. <laughs> uh, and, you know, just... Uh, I think conversation is like having somebody to, to, to trek on the adventure with. You know, so that's, you know, the conversation along with, you know, the music in the background. Total, total cool shit. So Respect. that's my three. I love to talk. What's your bucket list then, Mark? Oh, gosh. Uh, to have a million listeners on the Metal Forge. Oh, that's going to happen, though. And, yeah. Yeah, that, that's manifestation right there. Yeah, definitely. Would you travel to space if possible? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> of course. It's awesome. It's space. Belushi space ball. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And that's all I would do. Speaking of that, it's quote space balls. So, and, you, yeah. and you drive a Mustang, we so you're from the Ford Galaxy. Shit. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Space seems awesome. Seems so fun. <laughs> and shout out to Athena for that right now. We ain't yeah. found shit. We ain't found <laughs> I didn't catch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. Would you, Athena, travel to space if possible? Um, it's probably too cold. You'd need a hoodie. Well, I would definitely need a hoodie. And, uh, you know, actually, I would, just so I could see what it's like to piss in space. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I, I, I think and I, I mean, watched without, something like, about that one without time. Without, like, really? yeah. like, a cup or a thing or anything. Just to, just like, like, just just like, to pull down your britches and fucking go. Like. Just like Harry and Lloyd. <laughs> just go, man. <laughs> <laughs> so warm. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched something on that before where, like, they were, they were, that was a question that was asked. And it's like a, it's like a weird, like jock strap suction cup thing yeah oh, fuck wow. that. i mean like if there's a suck wait hold on never mind <laughs> <laughs> it's like something that giger and uh drew at one point <laughs> does your name have a special meaning or significant meaning my belushi's people are Vinny. Vinny. Oh, Vince? Yeah. I mean, it means to conquer, you know, Vice. But, uh, no, I'm Italian, you know. I didn't get the cool name. My brother's name is Rocco. And so Italian culture, he's Rocco Anthony Castellano. I'm Vincent Anthony Castellano. It's Castellano for Belushi listeners. Castellano. But, yeah, no, (laughs) legally it's Castellano. Uh, And so, you know, Castellano's that alter ego. That guy don't give a fuck. (laughs) But... (laughs) Uh, but no, so Italian, Italian culture, your middle name is always named after your father. And your first, the firstborn son in the family is named after uh, your father. That's how it's supposed to be. I broke that tradition. But um, so my father's Anthony Michael Castellano. So, okay. Yeah, and his, his dad was Michael Joseph Castellano and so on and so forth. Named after that middle name is, is so, yeah. So that's kind of how it is, but nothing. Yeah, Rocco got the cool name though. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, your name's Rocco!" Damn, and I'm Vince, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever." So, (laughs) yeah, whatever. Yeah, got the got the uh, the New York going on there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right on. So you know, so Viche is the genesis of the name and everything. Yeah, I think they just picked out a name book. They said, but yeah, it just does. It does mean to conquer and that's life goals, right? Conquer every single opportunity. Absolutely. (laughs) I can deal with that. Athena. Well, everybody kind of knows what Athena is about. Right. I mean, I was named after the goddess of war and wisdom. And, uh, I definitely have, I mean, I like to think I have the wisdom. I definitely got the war thing going on. (laughs) I mean, I can't stay out of a mosh pit, even though my doctor keeps telling me not to do it anymore. It's because you're so <laughs> savage. <laughs> it's because you're like, ah! But, you know, then I'm I'm German, so I'm a Prochotska. Mm-hmm. And, well, Ukrainian, actually. So oh, we, damn. Yeah. Yeah, we're going through some shit right now. My family is, but... For sure. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a warrior, and that's... Literally, he said, it's like a life thing. It's like, right. I just keep fucking pushing and, and keep going. And so that means all three of us in the room right now, because Mark, derivative of Mars, God of War. God of War, ah, yeah. We're all on, on it, too. So fuck, oh, man. yes. Yeah, conquer, war, ah, metal. Destruction. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. 
motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, what instantly makes you not like another person? Man, I like most people. You do. I do. Yeah, you're, I, love, you're like, I love most humans. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be tough for the both of you. Yeah. Because like you are both like too. social, like... I don't want to say social butterflies, maybe like... Social moths? Yeah, social, <laughs> social lunar social metal moths. I love it. Yeah. Um, no, man, I don't, you know, honestly, I like most people. That's the honest to God truth. It's very rare that if I meet someone I don't like them, it means they really are a bad human being. Yeah. Uh, it's usually a gut instinct, and it's uh, it's through conversation, and you can pick up on it pretty quick. But even someone that, like, bullshits me, it doesn't bother me. Like, you know, people exaggerate, and they get excited or whatever. Other people are like, damn, the guy lied to me. I'm like, ah. I don't know, they're just having fun, you know. <laughs> I like most humans, so yeah, I love most people, right? Yeah, hell yeah, man. Athena. Me too. Same, same I, deal. I like most people too, but um, I have this thing I can kind of feel an aura mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. people, and uh, I usually get like a little like tentative feeling before I actually even speak to them. Sometimes, which will I will kind of avoid people that way. But then other times, um, you know, once their uh, crazy starts to come out a little bit, you know, it's like, all right, I'm going to run to the hills. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to say run to the oh, hills? Oh, because I'm an Iron Maiden fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maiden. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> definitely. Uh, same way for me. You know, it's like uh, my bullshit detector is pretty good for the most part. Um, but when people are just like, what gets me, what makes me like irk is like bands being like yeah we're playing the headliner spot (laughs) it's like you fucking do that you're going last (laughs) you do that i'm totally content with playing fucking second yeah let me go in the middle (laughs) we have to go last now that's not yeah that's yeah you do you all do because you all have such a huge show well it's the mess and it became that no one wants to fucking go on after that mess you know what i mean that's the honest to god truth so yeah we go last a lot now it's the curse right but yeah no but is it really i mean you know like no headlining is different than going last there's a big difference there (laughs) that is very true yeah and and where we're at you know we we uh we are all at the same level we are all equals every single band on that bill is there and we are humbled that they're on with us and that they're willing to play with us. So no, right. I don't feel like I don't feel like oh I'm headlining over you. That's bullshit. Yeah, it exactly. is different if I'm a national touring act. You know, like if I'm Guar, like that's a headliner. Okay, you know Metallica, right. that's a headliner. No, me playing at Magbar with four other bands is not me headlining if I'm going last. Exactly, I yeah. agree with that 100. percent I agree. Ego in in ego in general to that degree is annoying. It's frustrating. And that's kind of what I was going to say is like one of my things is people putting people down. Yeah, really don't. don't be nice to really each don't other. Like that. Like that's really horrible to do to one another. I agree. Especially when bands you should be supporting each other and not trying to like. Yeah, it's not a competition. It's not a competition. Exactly. In your own yeah. independent scene, in your own city scene, it's not a competition. Everybody should be friends. Everybody should go out and support each other. Love and, each other. And I've always sit there and said this. It's like life is like the fucking pit. If somebody goes down, you help them up. Pick Correct. Them up. Pick, Pick them those up. fuckers up. Agreed. And, yeah. and that's with everything in life. 
Absolutely. I think there's something to be said about that. It, it's not a competition. And it is okay to feel jealousy. I feel jealousy all the time, but you got to recognize it. And you mm-hmm. want to say, I'm happy for them. <laughs> you know, I wish I was getting that. Yeah, but, but there's nothing wrong with that. You too, no, though. there's not. Yeah, you're right. But I there's mean, nothing wrong with that. But don't treat someone like shit because you're jealous of them. Yes, yes that's yes, it exactly. Yeah. Because when you treat somebody like shit because you're jealous of them, that's when it's bullshit. Correct. Now, if turn this in on yourself here, uh, listeners out there. If you're feeling jealous about a band in your scene, it's like, you know, I've looked at you guys. I'm like, dude, how the fuck are they doing this? <laughs> how the fuck did you get a thousand people to come out to this? You know, that because, wasn't just us, though. But yeah. no, but still, it's like, how the fuck do they do that? Look and say, OK, how the fuck do we step ourselves up to do this? Right. Don't look at it and be like, fuck those guys. Yeah, we get that. Now, that that does happen sometimes to where, like, I've had some some backhanded compliments to where it's like, I think it's because a lot of people view us and they, they, they see the humor and they think we're not serious because of the humor uh, mm-hmm. and because of the personas on stage. But like, no, we're serious about it and we're serious musicians and there's a lot of time that goes into it. We just have fun though. And so, you know, like fun first, you know what yeah. I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that, but there's people that look at us and they're like, well, that's not serious music. And so, you know, that's that's a shame. Were well, they really going to say that about Guar too? Exactly. Which, yeah, I'm sure people did. You know, um, yeah, I'm sure they did. Plenty of people. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and they have continued to put out albums for years, bangers that have been great, bangers. bangers. I mean, not just from like you know the first few, but like everything. Yeah. Even from when Kiss sued them. <laughs> Kiss like, sued Guar. Yeah. Yeah. Over, Damn. Over uh, the Love Gun cover. <laughs> Kiss, uh, no, no, know. they they had an album cover that was almost the exact same as Love Gun. Oh, Guar did, yeah. yeah. What, do you know what album it would have been then? Uh, I, got I believe this. Jameson was on it. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Beefcake was on it. Beefcake, yeah. Beefcake <laughs> the mutt. Beefcake, rest in peace. Oh, let's look it up. Um, Guar. Well, I can just gotta look up the Kiss. It was Love like Gun. 2000 and like 10, 11. No, I, be- yeah, 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 I just gotta see this. It's since been changed, obviously. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had to. I had to. Yeah, yeah. I had to see yeah. what the Love Gun cover looked like because I couldn't see it in my head. Oh yeah, which yeah. like when they're all standing in. Like, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. All right. So I have one more question. Here but we go. Before we get into it, shout outs. Who do you want to shout out today? Senor Diablo show. Shout out to Diablo. Shout out to everyone in Belushi. All fifty members in Belushi. <laughs> shout out to my fiance. Shout out to my daughter and shout out to Stella, my cat. Stella two, twice the cat Stella one was. <laughs> That's like a Simpsons thing. Yeah, snowball and snowball, snowball. two. My mine mine's for a different. So my ex wife took Stella one, oh. and Stella one was a female seal point Siamese cat. Her full name is Estelle Getty Castellano. Oh. And so I went out and bought the exact same cat, named her Estelle Getty Castellano the second, and I take her to the same vet. So it's like pettiness at the top level. <laughs> so <laughs> top tier Tom Petty. <laughs> Don't back down. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Athena, do you have any shout-outs you want to give today? Oh, fuck. Um, um, I have three cats. Nice. I've got Elvis, Tarna, and uh, the Gozerian. Um, 
the they bulldozer. Are yeah, Gozer the go the bulldozer. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love fucking, it. Massive fucking cat. Right? He he's like, chunk style. <laughs> and um, well, one of my best buds is already sitting here. Aww. Mark is right here, you know. Aww. But uh, you know, besides that, I have a lot of fucking awesome people, so I can't even really like go yeah, there. There's, like <laughs> there's there's like all twelve. No, <laughs> there's thousands of them. There's just a lot of really amazing people in my life, so that's that's a hard. That's a hard thing to say right there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, final question of the day. Here we go. What would you do with an extra hour in the day? Extra hour? Damn. One more hour to sleep. <laughs> Take a nap. Really waste it. You seem like you don't sleep a lot. Do you not? Do you sleep a lot? Well, I'm a teacher, so you, you, I got be. I teach high school, so I got to get up at five thirty. So right. I, I take a nap every day, actually. Um, yeah. So after I get done teaching, I go home and I take a nap because it's good for my mental health, and it and then I wake up and it like resets the second half of my day. Okay. So like if I had a really bad first half, well then the second half's better because you know I, I reset it. So yeah. Nah, extra hour for sure. I'd sleep and I'd waste it. I'd waste it on video games and all the stuff I can't do. <laughs> right, <laughs> all that leisure stuff. <laughs> right when you're when it's eleven thirty at night and yeah, you're, and you're you got to be up at five thirty. Correct. Whatever. So yeah, yeah. That that extra stuff that you you're not technically in dad time or or necessarily spouse time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I get you for sure. Athena, what do you have for a an extra hour in the day? Oh man, I would say more um, weed. <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. As long as I'm awake, that's happening anyway. So I'm gonna have to say, actually, spend more time writing. For you sure. know, um, you know, Mark, I I love yeah. to write and stuff. So um, an extra hour to like put my thoughts on paper would be hell yeah. for me. Yeah, right on. Yeah, hell yeah. I would probably spend mine editing this show <laughs> as much as I spend on this show already. I would be spending even more hours doing it <laughs> for sure. So, Vinny, thank yeah. you so fucking much for the coming in this week. Thank and you kicking for having ass me. with us, yeah. Athena. Thank you for coming in and co-hosting this week. This Absolutely. has been so fucking cool. It's been a fucking pleasure. So. From the new album, what? Us Worry? Yeah. What are we going to play off of it today? You got to play Ripping Off Municipal Waste. Oh, you heard him. It's such a banger. This is Ripping Off Municipal Waste. So I'm a hypocrite, stole this guitar with original music, makes me sick. We'll make it faster, unleash the bastards And make it right for our new dead master Oh my god, what have we done? The songs are nice and we just begun Guess this is it, time to commit And we'll do a guitar riff. 
Look how impressive this is. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Crisscross applesauce. Oh, wow. Jesus. You still see that thing poking out. Yeah, show me, show me another one. Show me another one. Oh, look at that. Yeah, keep flipping uh, through that bread. Oh, wow. Daniel, yeah. Daniel, what do you think about that? Man, I think I can get me some of that. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That's pretty. Oh, uh, here comes the loaf of bread oh, now. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hey. hey. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, dude? What are you guys looking at? Uh, uh, nothing. Multigrain. What's up? Just 17 Vienna sausage cans. What? Yeah. 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 Uh, nothing. Nothing. We weren't looking at anything. So, uh, how you yeah. been, Chase? Uh, good. Good. So, uh, I got a question Busy. for you. Hypothetically, if someone were to subscribe to your art website, do you get an update? Oh. Uh, yeah, I do. Kyle, actually, thank you for your subscription. It really helps uh, pay the bills. Oh, I'm always here to support local businesses. <laughs> Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground. From the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. What's up, Metal Forge fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained, fascinated by the Fortean, or enchanted by the paranormal? If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind, then tune into my brand new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Featuring first-hand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember, if you have ghosts, you have everything. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio, something that is clean and modern, sleek, 
refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only, so give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue. Mom's music on Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.com bigcartel.com Hey guys, Wesling Steve of the Wesling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. The, my show is called the Wesling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is the Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like like Confucius said, uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. Hey, it's Mark Maxwell at Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. It's going to get weird as the name of the podcast. We're on season two. So you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. Oh, you need to pull that out. 
We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have y'all ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no Man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one, because they stopped beating their wives. <laughs> and weird, we never even thought of. Well, no, my friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. <laughs> weird. Right. It's gonna get weird. Is the name of the podcast available everywhere? And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Gonna Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. Hey, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of The Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now... We're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. By becoming an Apprentice Metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.